Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi everyone. And welcome to an episode of The Batch Report where we are recapping The Golden Bachelor. Our last episode, we kind of went through each woman individually and gave our initial thoughts. So this episode, we will be talking about episodes two, three, and four of The Golden Bachelor. Yeah. Super pumped about this season too. I know. I was super uncertain about having a Golden Bachelor when they announced like the casting and everything. And now I feel like I'm pretty happy with the fact that they did it. And I hope that they do future seasons as well. Yeah. I don't know if they'll like incorporate it similarly to Batch in Paradise. Or it's like a season at like once a year kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. So this episode, episode two, kicks off with the women moving into the mansion. And something I thought was kind of interesting is they still had the bunk beds all set up. So they had these older women having to like fight for bunk space and all the women are like, I've had my knees replaced. Like I have to get up to pee six times during the night. Like, and they're having them sleep on like top bunks of bunk beds. Kind of interesting. Some of them are going to fare better than others. I assure you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just surprised they didn't like switch them out for just like twin beds or whatever, just stacked in a row. So once the women get all settled into the mansion, Jesse Palmer comes in with a date card and Everyone's kind of like on edge, like, what, what, who's it going to be? And, you know, this ends up being Teresa. First date, the whole season. Yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, this is like amazing. Like, am I going to find like another person that I love as much as like my ex-husband? Because she got married really young and then lost her husband. And... My mom, who I got watching this season, was like, oh, you know what? I think he's going to find someone who also lost their spouse kind of like he did. Because that's something that they can connect on on like a deeper level. And find comfort in each other. Yeah. So the fact that he asked Teresa on the first date, I was like, okay. Like that fits exactly what she was saying was going to happen. How do you feel about Teresa? Um, Teresa's not necessarily one of my favorites, but I do feel like she connects pretty well with the batch. She seems like a really sensitive person, although she is shorter than most of the other girls. I mean, does it, I don't think height necessarily means anything in this show at that age. I mean, especially at that age, like, I don't think he's like, Oh, sorry, you're too short. Um, so on their date, they get in this cool little, like old school Corvette and they're driving to their date. But the headlights don't work and they have them driving at night. So they have the bachelor driving at night with headlights that don't work. And they're elderly. On a highway. Maybe they didn't know how to work them. I mean, that's also. You know what I mean? Like maybe they were like, I can't figure out how to work these headlights. That is a possibility because they're like the headlights that like pop up and like do like because they're older. Um, So they end up going to like this diner. And it's actually called Cadillac Jack's Cafe. 
And he's like, oh, this reminds me of the early days of my career as a restaurant owner. And they had like fries and shakes and it was supposed to be like some old school kind of like nostalgic date. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. He owned a restaurant. I wonder what type of restaurant he owned. I hope it was burgers and shakes. Probably not. It was probably probably something else, but that's what I'd like it to be. So Teresa ends up getting a rose and they have like a really good time. They play Don't Stop Believing by Journey, which they spent way too much money on to be able to play on that show. I can guarantee it. Oh, yeah. And it shows them just like dancing and having a good time. And I was like, okay. Like, even though Teresa's like not my favorite contestant, I do feel like there's chemistry between the two. For sure. So next up, we have a group date, which has April, Christina, Edith, Ellen, Faith, Jeannie, Kathy, Nancy, Sandra, Natasha, and... You know, we are joined by Franco, who's the, you know, photo shoot photographer. And the women are all recreating romance novel covers. Which is fun in itself, although it does seem kind of like a cheap group date. I mean, I feel like they do the same group date over and over and over with slightly different variations on all the batch seasons. And this at least had like a fun premise because, yeah. like, they're older. So, them doing romance covers and, like, him putting on, like, a wig to look like Fabio and, like, that whole thing. Like, it was funny. It's silly. And, like, some of the people were, like, really irked by other people. Like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that they stole the costume that I wanted. Because, as a whole, the women are very supportive of each other on this season. Like, it seems so. There's only a few friendly. that are kind of a little nasty. But Natasha grabbed, like, the psychedelic, like, peace sign, hippie thing. And then Leslie was like, that's what I wanted. I'm a hippie at heart, and now I'm stuck dressing like the 80s. I don't vibe with the 80s at all. And you're like, okay, like, you didn't get the costume you wanted. Sorry. I don't think it's worth, like... You're all, like, get over it. But I could see you doing acting the same way. I mean, I could see being like slightly bummed and be like, man, like I really love the outfit. Natasha got, it would have been cool to get that, but you can't like throw a tantrum about not getting the outfit you wanted. Yeah. I don't know. So I thought this was fun because like I said, it was kind of goofy. The wigs were silly. Um, and then during this, Nancy got kind of, like choked up a little bit because she was like, you know, I haven't worn a wedding dress since my wedding to my husband who passed away. And it's bringing back like a lot of memories, but they're happy memories, but it's still like overwhelming a mm-hmm. little bit. And this is when I was like, I love Nancy. Like Nancy is probably one of my favorite contestants yeah. of the season. And I felt like, I'm really happy that he ends up giving her the date rose here because she wasn't starting drama and she shared part of her like self with him by being like, you know what? Like this isn't the outfit I wanted because I knew it was going to bring up these memories, but like they are happy memories and I'm happy to like share those and revel on those. And I think it always adds to the show when there's like people being vulnerable and sharing like personable um, stories. And you don't really get that a lot with the regular batch because they're like boobies, bikinis, photo shoot time. Yeah. And everyone's like clammed up because Mm -hmm. they're like young and they don't really have a ton of life experience. Basically, they're coming right out of high school or college, right? Yeah, that's definitely how it feels. So we end up doing like a quick little like barbecue 
in lieu of cocktail party. And then the rose ceremony where they say goodbye to Peggy, Jeannie, and Natasha, which really bummed me out because I really love Natasha. Yeah, Natasha seemed really fun. Yeah, she taught a hack on Instagram that I took note of, which is you eat, like when you eat a banana, you can take the inside of the banana peel and rub it on your face to get rid of like. You're like, you eat the banana and and then you rub the banana peel on your face. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. And then you like rinse it off like 10 minutes later. I thought it was a really cool hack. And then at the end of this episode, you know how they do like the like bloopery type scenes during Mm -hmm. the credits? They showed Natasha being like, we need to get some chairs at these rose ceremonies. Like you have people with artificial hips and artificial knees. Why do we have no chairs? Like, yeah. The whole thing. And I was like, I wonder um. if he like talked with her for a little bit and he's like, she kind of smells like bananas. <laughs> no, I like, they seem to have really good conversation, but I do think that he probably had more like friend vibes with Natasha than some of the other women. For sure. And didn't like get that romantic, like, Oh, I want to marry this person type feelings, which is fine. Like, that's the point of the show is to find someone to marry, not someone to be friends with. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break to take a talk about this week's sponsor, and we'll be back with episodes three and four. This episode is brought to you by Uncommon Goods. If you want to hear, where do you get that this holiday season? Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list, whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family. Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. I know this year, there's my grandpa who loves puzzles. He loves like the 3D puzzles, and I wanted to do something similar but a little bit different. I found these really cool book spines and within the book spine you build like a whole alleyway to a town and I thought they were so cute so perfect and that's what I purchased for him for Christmas I thought it was the perfect unique gift when you shop at uncommon goods you're supporting artists and small independent businesses these fine products are often made in small batches so you want to shop now before everything sells out this holiday season like there are some really cute finds from art and jewelry to kitchen to home and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. Not the same lackluster gifts you could find anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash batch report. That's uncommongoods.com slash batch report for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Okay, so let's kick it off with episode three. It shows the women all kind of like hanging out, hanging around, and they're like, oh my gosh, I love how supportive everyone is of of each other. But then like April, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy are all like sitting around gossiping about everybody else. Oh, yeah. And Kathy is basically bad-mouthing everybody. And I'm like, dude, Kathy. Kathy It's like the Karen of this um like the stereotypical like yeah yeah like fussing about everything not able to get over anything and you're like dude kathy shut your trap yeah um so this first group date they do at the beginning is a little talent show jonah's upset because she's like oh my gosh i don't have a talent i don't have a talent faith goes up she breaks out her guitar again and serenades gary and then kathy just does push-ups which was, hey, that's impressive. I mean, it was a little weird. Nancy does that whipped cream challenge where you just flip the whipped cream off your hand and catch it in your mouth. That's a little weird. For it was a little, like, I was like, okay, cool. I should get a talent. I should 
Do you have a talent? Um, April does like a spoken word beatnik poem thing. And then once it gets around to Joan, she does like a little poem about being nervous and not knowing what to say, but hoping that, you know, at least she doesn't vomit on his shoes. Yeah. Which was like cute and witty. Leslie did like a dance, but she did like a lap dance type situation. And then tries to get him up on stage to dance with her. And I was like, this is like a little bit far, maybe. It's kind of ballsy. It was ballsy for sure. It's weird, though, because I was reading she's 64. So she's not one of the youngest people on there because people go down to like 60. Okay. But she looks so much younger than everyone else to me. Maybe it's because she's a fitness instructor or something and she takes care of herself really well. But she looks so young to me in comparison. Mm. Um. So at the end of this, Joan ends up getting that coveted group she's rose. vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, they get a little bit of alone time together. And I was like, oh, man, they, like, really are cute and they really connect. And he really appreciated what she did. But then the very next morning, after she'd already received a rose, she decided that she was going to go home because her daughter at home was having, like, postpartum depression. Yeah. It also stuff. seemed like maybe she wasn't connecting as much as he was. Yeah, like he, like, I think he was in a place where he was like, man, this is like my future wife right here. Like, and she is one of the more attractive women that were there as well. Yeah. Or at least I believe so. And he was in a place where he was really thinking that could be someone he could end up with. And then. Didn't they do like a little video chat too with her daughter? Like, didn't he? That was with one of the other women whose daughter got married. People keep like missing births and weddings and stuff to be here. And I'm like, this is so weird to me. Like, why would you miss your child's wedding? Or like miss your daughter having a baby to be on The Golden Bachelor? Maybe they just thought that they didn't know. They just, time got away from them. I don't know. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we said goodbye to Joan. That was a bummer. And then... Ellen gets the one-on-one date. Michael Costello, who's one of my favorite fashion designers, comes on and helps her like pick out one of his dresses for the date. And I was like, oh, this is really fun because she comes out in like a hot pink like Barbie dress. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yes, love the pink. And the two of them kind of make their way up to like this rustic bench on a hilltop and they reminisce about their past like relationships which would never fly on the normal bachelor, by the way. Like if you sat down and were like, ah, let's talk about my like ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend for an yeah. extended period of time. Like it's weird, but it works on this show. Um, Cause they're old enough to know that it'd be weird if you didn't have an ex. Yeah. So they do that and then they go on a hot air balloon ride. She gets a date rose. They kiss. It's cute. But like, I don't really see a huge connection between them for compared sure. to some of the others. I agree. And then Kathy starts, Getting all weird about Teresa mentioning that she kissed him on She's their like date. She's like a rabid dog, like going after and Teresa. And Kathy's like, how dare you say that? And then she goes to Gary and is like, there's someone in the house who's making people feel uncomfortable with what they're saying. And he's like, oh, um, do you, you mind telling me who it is? And she's like, well, I can't tell you that because you need to make your own decisions about people. But then Teresa's like heard about it. And she's like, well, why didn't you talk to me about it? And then she talks to Gary. So then Gary obviously knows who it is because Teresa's like, she's talking about me and I don't even know what I did wrong. Yeah. 
And Kathy's just like foaming at the mouth like a dog, like, ah, Teresa, must go. Yeah. And you're like, I thought you guys were friends. Like, what the heck are you doing? That's really like the only beef thus far, though. Yeah. A lot of people are like, Kathy looks like Caitlyn Jenner. And I don't want to be mean, but she like completely looks like Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> like, for sure. Maybe it's because she has like a very athletic body type because she was doing like the push ups and stuff. And then her face just looks very similar as well. But, um, I kind of feel bad for Teresa, honestly, in this whole situation, because I really don't feel like she did anything wrong. I know. I feel like they did her dirty. Speaking of people that were done dirty, Edith and Christina are the two we say goodbye to at this rose ceremony, which really bums me out because I really wanted to actually see Edith on the yeah, show. Yeah, Edith seemed like, like, um... Like, she was probably one of the more attractive people there. Like, when she was the first one that came out of the limo, and she had, like, that gorgeous gold dress, and I was like, ooh, she's like a front runner. And then they basically didn't show her at all until she was booted. Maybe he was, like, kind of intimidated. Maybe. Or maybe she, like, maybe her personality wasn't as big as some of the other people, and she just kind of floated under the radar. Could and have just, been. Yeah. I don't know, but it bummed me out, because I think she could have been, like, a really big catch. So that's basically it for this episode. Then we move on to episode four, which is the big, great pickleball episode. Yeah. And pickleball. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So. Pickleball is a new craze. They are. These women are crazy about pickleball. So it's Ellen, Sandra, Susan, Nancy, April, Teresa, Kathy, and Faith all go on this date and they get split into groups of two and the winning team gets to be on the cover of pickleball magazine. That's like kind of a big deal. You know, pickleball is hot right now. Well, it's a big deal because there's people like Ellen that are like, I have to win because I'm the captain of my pickleball team. And if I don't win, it's a big deal. And they're never going to let me be captain again. Oh my. And then you have April who's like, fake falling <laughs> and then in the camera she's like it worked <laughs> she's, because then she's like on the ground and he's like over there helping her and then she's like i'm not actually hurt at all and she's like winking and i'm like april is such a character i like that though it works because they're older i think i don't know i think i would enjoy it even if she was it's younger funny because like just, all the other girls are like yeah sure 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 you rolled your yeah. ankle <laughs> But he's like over there like, oh, let me help you. Let me carry you like back to the thing. And it's. And then all the other girls are like, wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's different than like. If this was younger women, they'd be like ripping her hair out. So this date was like sort of hosted by Joey, who's the next bachelor. Because remember, he's like the runner up on charity yeah. season. So they because he's a professional tennis player. They're then like, look, this is your realm. Teach them how to play pickleball. And it's like pickleball and tennis are actually not the same sport. Yeah. But, but they're I mean, both played on a tennis court. He probably does play pickleball as well just for funsies or whatever. But I thought it was weird that they made it seem like that's what he was a professional at. So it basically comes down to two teams and... Ellen and Kathy end up winning the like magazine shoot. And I'm like, of course they did one because Kathy will not let anyone else win anything. And two, like Ellen is the captain of her pickleball team. Like she was going to put in the effort to make sure she won. Yeah. 
So they get to like kiss him and like take photos, like smooching him on the cheek for the cover of Picklepaw magazine. And I'm like, this is such an old person like yeah. date. Like <laughs> it's not that they played pickleball and they like got alone time afterwards. It's like, oh, you get to kiss him on the cheek on the cover of Pickleball magazine. Yeah. And they're like, ooh, how spicy. That's like their dream. Like, yeah. Um, so then we get to Sandra, who was missing her daughter's wedding, and they do the FaceTime call. That's right. That you were talking about. And, like, that's what I just thought was so weird, where I'm like, why are you missing your daughter's wedding? And, like, it's not like Sandra's, like, a front runner by any means. No. Right? Like, so I don't know why at this point he wasn't like, oh, you know what? Like, I think you should go home and spend that wedding week with your daughter. Like, just helping like, you get ready. It was like, FaceTime. no. And then we see Teresa and Kathy go at it again. And Kathy's basically like, zip it. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. You're basically a B word. And Teresa's like, why are you being so mean? Teresa seems like she's very kind. I know. Like, I was saying earlier, Teresa's like not necessarily one of my favorites, but I have nothing against Teresa. And I feel like she's actually a much, much better match with Gary than Kathy. Yeah. So like. Kathy's Maybe obviously Kathy getting just jealous. Feels intimidated by her. Jealousy. Yeah. Jealousy. So, you know, it's a rough date because it all turns into drama, 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 drama. So then back at the mansion, Nancy, Kathy, Susan, Sandra, April, and Faith start playing Never Have I Ever with ice cream instead of like drinking, they're like taking bites of ice cream or whatever. And they're basically like, oh my gosh, everyone is so adventurous. They're like, everyone has had sex in the back of the car except for Kathy. Everyone's done, like, everything I feel like they were doing, it was like, everyone has done it except for Kathy. Hmm. And I was like, I don't know why, like, I don't know if they just, like, picked and chose which, like, clips they showed to make it look like Kathy was just, like, way behind everybody or what. And then, so Leslie, who gets the one-on-one date, she's that fitness instructor. She's been divorced twice, but she's been single now for 22 years. So she obviously got married, like, when she was really young. And they have, like, a nice little time, and they do another random outdoor hot tub date. You know how the Batch just loves to put random hot tubs out in the middle of nowhere to, like, Get, get him naked in private. Right? Yeah. Um, which, of course, like Leslie's the one to have do that date because she's a fitness instructor, right? So, like, her body's yeah. obviously going to look much like tighter than everyone else's. For sure. Um, they kind of connect more than I expect them to, but there's something about Leslie that I feel like. She acts very young, and she looks so much younger, even though they're not. There's not that big of an age gap. I just feel like he's in a place where he's like, settle down, hang out with my grandkids. And she's like, lap dances and fitness classes and go, 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 go. Like, Just different. That's personality yeah. is different, which is fine. Which is fine. I just don't see them like being together forever. Well, forever is kind of short for them. So, So you know how I mentioned earlier that I really liked Nancy. Yeah. We say goodbye to Nancy before oh, the yeah. rose ceremony. She basically sits down with him at that cocktail party and is like, you're not feeling it with me. Like I can tell 
I think I'm going to go home. And he was like, you know what? Like, you're kind of right. Like, I like you a lot as a person, but like, I'm not feeling yeah. a romantic connection. So they say goodbye. And I'm like, no, another one of my favorites. We said goodbye to Joe. And now we're saying goodbye to Nancy. Yeah, like, but at least they left on their own cord, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It was sad. But, you know, we also get to say goodbye to Kathy. That, which is a plus. But we, another bummer is we say goodbye to April. And April was quite the character. She's the one who did the fake fall and like, yeah, she came in and did like, made the joke about the chickens and the eggs and her eggs still being fresh. And like, yeah. I'm like, what a character. We said goodbye to some really Obviously he doesn't like people. funny women. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, maybe he likes funny women, but not her humor. I don't know. I guess. Maybe so, she wasn't opening up quick enough for him. Or too quick. Dang. <laughs> you know, um, sure, so yeah. that's all we have for the first four episodes. Next week, we'll talk about hometowns, women tell all, all that good stuff as we like get ready for finale. All right. I feel like this is really quick season. I do too. Overall. Good but season too. Fantastic. So we'll talk to you next week for that. And we... Look forward to it.